I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What's up? I'm Ben and I'm here with Iman, Asad, and Yasmin. And welcome to Raptors group chat where our Raptors are on a not one, not two, not three. But four-game winning streak, bing bong. Uh, so let's chat <laughs> about it. But before we do, feel free to smash that like button and make sure you subscribe to the best Raptors content on YouTube. So yeah, four-game winning streak. Uh, first game without Scotty Barnes, who's arguably been our best player so far. It's always a constant Raptors philosophy, you know, next one up. Um, so who deserves their flowers after last night's win against the Knicks? I'm going to go with um, Gary Trent Jr. Um, I think that, yeah, um, OG had his career high and everything, but I feel like these were the expectations that were placed on him this season. But uh, for Gary to um, take as much pride in his defense as he does with his offense has been like kind of a revelation this season. Um, And it's not, it doesn't seem to be a fluke because I remember one of the critiques I used to have of him was that he gambled too much on his um defense he would always go for the steal but it just seems that he's instead of um, eliminating that part of um his defensive game it seems that he just kind of improved his timing and everything um and he's been keeping it up for several games now he uh had what eight deflections the other night or something um i don't know if it's if fred van vliet you know has rubbed off on him and he's um kind of picked up some cues from um the lead point guard but um seeing him put as much effort on the defensive end and just kind of allowing the offense to naturally come to him has been kind of a game changer for this team, in my opinion, because I think that um, having Gary as kind of like your fifth best player is not too shabby at all. Um, I, there are so many, like, I, I wanted to give flowers to Nick Nurse, but I feel like we cannot ignore what OG Ananobi did yesterday. Um, so I'm going to give, I'm going to give him his flowers career high. He did it by like, he, he did it in, in a way that, yes, this is the expected jump, but we finally got to see him kind of reveal various ways of scoring. He attacked the rim. He was one of the only Raptors that consistently really got into the paint and attacked and was consistent with that. He shot the three ball very well. He got to the free throw line. We got to see a whole range, and he was going up against Julius Randle, who was an all-star last year, uh, an all-NBA player. And he really, outside of that first quarter, kind of made him non-existent in the game. So OG doing it both on the defensive end and still being able to do it on the offensive end. Yes, we expected it of him, but him actually taking that step and Showing us the various ways in which he can score, I think, was really big. Um, so, shout out to OG. Yeah, and OG and Gary Trent, they were awesome. Um, I'm going to keep saying it, and I've been saying it all over Twitter, but Ken Birch is my guy, yeah. 100%. That's my birthday twin. Love the man. <laughs> he did everything on the court that you want from your big man in that type of situation, right? Like, the Raptors have high-usage scorers on their team. They have high-usage wings and high-usage guards. And what you want your big man to be able to do is to fit into the role, fill the gaps, play hard defense, 
box out the other teams big and then be available and not get in people's way. Like the biggest issue that we've seen kind of in the early part of the season is OG and Fred having trouble on their drives because there's insufficient spacing, whether it's because Scotty's in the wrong spot or Precious is in the wrong spot. Um, and Scotty's been pretty good developing a chemistry with OG where he's been able to open up around the free throw line area where when OG drives, Precious still hasn't figured that chemistry out with either of the, the two main Raptors usage guys. So seeing Kem step in there yesterday and just basically wipe out all of those simple mistakes that Precious was making at the beginning of the game, which, and Precious is young, like he'll get there. Like, I'm not saying that we're throwing Precious out the door right now, but say this, but Kem Birch is just a more established player. He's a pro, he knows what he's doing. And he completely changed the entire outlook of that game yesterday by just being such a steadying force. And as he gets healthier, as he comes back to COVID, he said that he's close to 100%. He hasn't 100% back yet. He's still missing his touch elements. Doesn't really have a shot yet. But those little bits where it's like you dump it off, Kem is going to hit that floater on that last second emergency dump off on a drive. Like he's like, like 100% on that floater. I don't see him miss that floater. So I love Kem Birch, what he did yesterday, all the energy he brought, um, and just some really big rebounds and defensive stops that he had. Another guy I want to give some shout-outs to is uh, our boy Splash Bandicoot because Fiji is the worst nickname I've ever heard. Uh, no no disrespect Fiji. to Scotty. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. It just it just sounds weird to me. But, uh, um, yeah, no, shout-out. I don't even – what's happening? It sounds like a Ouija board. Like, I thought that that's – No, like Fiji going. water. There's like Fiji. I got like, that afterwards, like, what, like but I, it yeah. sounded like a – I was like, OG, Fiji is that what water. we're doing? Yeah, but because it's Fiji, it sounds like a squeegee. And I'm like, well, now where that's, are we going? Right, here? yeah. I it's thought like, it was. I thought it? he was talking to the dead. Like I, I was confused <laughs> at what the reference was. Oh, he's been great. He's like our own personal Caruso on the roster. Yeah, facts. I, I saw that he currently leads a team in player efficiency rating, and he's second in field goal percentage. And you know, going off to that point of you know next man up. He got uh, put into that starting role, and he, he really, really, th he's thriving in it. And he's like, like I said, he's sh shooting the ball extremely, extremely well. Um, yeah, just so. to speak to that super quickly, like mm -hmm. yeah, that was the it. first. That's the first time, like, because Scotty was out. This was the first time this season that we got to kind of see like a more normal looking lineup where you have for sure like, normal spacing. You got four shooters, and then your regular big, right? Scotty mm -hmm. is he is not a three point shooter. And I think that's kind of why you saw that third quarter explosion. It was Ken Birch yeah. and four shooters. And the Raptors just started swinging the ball. The ball started moving, started causing turnovers. And then there was this three-point explosion because the Raptors had four wings that could hit threes. And the Knicks just didn't have the defense to actually deal with that um, after turning the ball over. I guess in um, aside from this four-game winning streak, uh, the other Raptors news is the, this year's City Edition jerseys have been released. And depending on who you ask, it might have some uh, differing opinions. So. On a scale of uh, St. Patrick's Day to uh, it's over, ladies and gentlemen, it's over. Where do you rank uh, these uh, these city edition jerseys, in your guys' opinion? I like them. I'm a, but personally, like I'm a fan of the black and gold combination. I know some. It's kind of um, I. Just, I don't know what we want. <laughs> I know some fans are. Um, they really dislike the red and white because it's too widely Canadian. Um, and some dislike the uh, OVO uh, black and gold because they're tired of it. So I don't know. Like for me, I like the OVO uh, black and gold because it's kind of explicitly Toronto, uh, which is cool. And it's refreshing to have in the uh, rotation of jerseys. And I like that they incorporated like the throwback um, dinosaur on that. So I, I personally love the new jerseys. And I think that it was it's in, I feel like um, on a year to year basis, the jerseys shouldn't 
be changed so drastically because you're, you want your team to look like they have an identity. Like we see, obviously the Celtics go the extreme where they don't change their jerseys ever. So um, having the change be minuscule, I think is good because it kind of shows a direction at least for um, the image of the franchise. I, I loved it. And I thought the Raptors played it safe, but it thought it worked for them. They were like, you know what works? OVO colors, those tend to do well. People do like them. And let's go back to the throwbacks. Let's put the dinosaur on there. And the dinosaur actually had the championship jersey, which I thought yeah. was really yeah. dope. They had, <laughs> like, that was a nice incorporation of everything. So it was still this modern version of it. I love that it says Toronto on the on the chest. I, I yeah. They're the city jerseys. Doesn't make sense to stay north. As the Portland Trailblazers and Minnesota Timberwolves love to point out anytime the Raptors play them, the Raptors are technically less north than them. So it just <laughs> well, doesn't make mean. sense. <laughs> um, it's not a great joke, but their social media managers love to bring it out. But they're right. And so I love that it's a Toronto on the chest. I love that it's a throwback, but it ties in the championship jersey and that it's black and gold because that's just a dope color combination. Yeah. Uh, I, I always go back to there's a tweet that Yasmin had, like, I think last year or before. She said that she doesn't rate any Raptor jersey until she sees Pascal Siakam wearing them, which that is fair because he is <laughs> the best model for all the Raptor jerseys. He just makes them all pop. Uh, yeah, but Delano true. looked great in the jersey. Like, I, I like the jersey a lot better when I saw Delano wearing it rather than when I just saw it on the, the mannequin. It's like, I think it'll look better on the players. Uh, personally, we just say the mannequins are, are terrifying. Oh, yeah, the mannequins are terrifying. I don't <laughs> understand why they're it's true. <laughs> uh, I just feel like Will, like, what was it? Will Smith. I was gonna call him Will Lou. Um, but I feel like Will Smith <laughs> is coming in to like save the world as those guys come and attack us. Oh my gosh, was that an I Am Legend <laughs> reference or an iRobot reference? I'm like, so it's a mix. Okay, it's an iRobot, but also just <laughs> but also are I they headless? Okay. I think they're are they headless? They are headless. Yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I yeah, think no, I think like with the with the jersey, like just going back to it. Like I personally, if you're gonna go retro, like I like the black and gold, it's fine. And I get it. This is probably the last year that they can do a black and gold combo because they've kind of mm. run out of black and gold combos and they're gonna have to go to a new type of styling to it. I know they're Nike gonna bring does. the north with the I black know. and gold. They oh haven't done that yet. I know, I know oh, that Nike, oh, or they're going to bring back a Huskies design with a black and gold. I know Nike does the jersey design, which is why they have to keep changing the jerseys because they want to sell more jerseys. And that's why they're so bored. Kind of like league wide, there aren't that many risks taken mm-hmm. because the teams don't have much input on them. It's Nike kind of decides it all for them. But I personally love the Raptors retro jerseys, whether they were in the white, whether they were in the purple. Like, I just wish that we had a little bit more purple in our jersey designs because like it's the coolest color in the Raptors like color scheme. And we like rarely showcase it. And I'm just like, it, it's the most eye-popping color that we have. And there's no other purple team in the league, is there? The Lakers, I guess the Kings? They're like all purple oh, yeah, the, the Lakers, purple and gold. <laughs> oh. And like the Raptors, purple and red is like, I don't know. I feel like our red is like, when we play other teams with red jerseys, the Kings, the Suns, like, there are a couple. When we play oh, other Suns, teams yeah. with red jerseys, like when we play the Blazers, when we play the Rockets, when we play, it's, it's so annoying. So just the having Bulls, a color... It's every team has the yeah. red and white. And like it's the just game like, against the Bulls, they wore their white and red jerseys and we wore our red and black jerseys. And I was just like, okay, I guess. I guess. <laughs> confusing. The yeah, Rockets. The well, there's at least fewer with purple. So yeah. maybe we should skew towards that going forward. But who knows? Who knows? Whatever Scotty says. <laughs> 
remi- it reminds me of, I think, like the 2007 playoffs when I think the slogan was something along the lines of like, we wear red or like, you know, red over everything. red. I- yeah, and then the Nets came in and started wearing red, and it's just like, well, that that backfired on us completely. <laughs> that was yeah. so. That was just like, I mean, sea of red, and that was back yeah. when like home jerseys were white anyway. So like, mm. you're having a sea of red, but the Nets away jersey is red. Right. Did you guys think about this <laughs> at all? Hey, yeah, at they all. Think that one through. Um, I saw one of you guys tweet. I forget which which one it was. That oh wow, this is the first jersey that doesn't have a chevron on it. I was like, oh yeah, but then you know you look closely and you see that wrap <laughs> with like the north chevron. I was like, oh they they just they just don't know how to ditch it, do they? Oh, no, man. that accent so complex is here to stay. <laughs> I will say the attention to detail they did with that raptor is like you know well done, well done. But that was good work. Yeah. Okay, I guess we can move forward into uh, Friday's game, which, you know, everyone was hyping up the whole Jalen Suggs, Scotty Barnes matchup. In my opinion, the matchup on Friday is the one that's more interesting to watch, you know, with the two, arguably the two best rookies in the league right now, Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. So what are your guys' thoughts on Evan Mobley, um, considering he was rumored to be at the top of the Raptors draft board and just how well he's performing right now for the Cavs? Well, I think like what you're seeing out of Evan Mobley and what you're seeing out of Scotty Barnes and how they're like, so they're how dramatic their impact on the game is exactly why they're on the top of the Raptors draft board. Like they're exactly Messiah's type, you know, they're and Messiah and Bobby have a specific type. Like you got to be able to hit threes. You got to be able to play defense and especially defense first. Right. And they want as big and as long as you can get while staying mobile. Like, it's just like, they want the perfect NBA player. And these are the guys who are like built like the perfect NBA players. Evan Mobley was like my go-to. Like I wanted Evan Mobley over anyone. I'm like, the Raptors can do whatever they want. If they're going to trade up, trade up, get Evan Mobley. And you can see why, like when he's on the floor, it's very clear the impact that he makes on every possession. Like you can't drive into the lane with Evan Mobley around just because his length is honestly like terrifying to kind of deal with. And he's, his foot, his foot speed is really, really like, just like he's able to stay with all these guards and, switch like freely and the weight will come when it comes but like you can clearly see like how much of an impact defender he's going to be in this league right out the gate which is the same thing you see from scotty barnes i think that's why they were at the top of the draft board like i don't really know how to compare the two at the end of the day but like they're both just so fantastic like both of them have like no ceilings to their game Yeah, I think what makes both special right now and what has made them stand out from the rest of their class is that they're both, um, we we kind of knew what we'd get uh, defensively. Everyone knew that Scotty was this versatile defender. Everyone knew that uh, Mobley had this potential to be um, a defensive anchor for a team. But I think what's made them special is that they're so offensively far along than what everyone expected. Um, You know, especially with Evan Mobley, um, he's already showing flashes of just uh, being able to produce as like kind of an offensive hub for a team. Like you can really move forward, building your offense around this guy uh, with Scotty. He's already shown himself to be automatic uh, around the basket. He's already shown that he has this developed mid ranger. He's removed the hitch from his shot. He's uh, has a far better touch than anyone had expected. And I think that's just what makes them both in kind of a league of their own. I feel like the uh, rookie of the year is just going to be between those two. Um, I'd give Scotty the edge because of the fact that he's in the Raptors system and that he will have um, more likely uh, accumulate, his team will accumulate more wins, which I think will just be good for his case. But um, with Mobley, like 
he's definitely someone who just does not look like a rookie. Neither of them look like rookies. They look like third, fourth year players right now. I had it just like right in here from his first game. This man had 17 points, nine boards, six assists, one steal and one block, like immediate impact on a team defensively. We knew what he would bring. I was honestly, and I I feel like stupidly so worried about how thin he was and how small he was playing against NBA players who are some of the biggest humans that exist in the world, but just the way that he is, yes, able to still anchor this defense and play like his length and his size and his speed. It's very similar to just watching Scotty and just how giddy you are watching this young guy and seeing the future of what NBA basketball looks like. He is incredibly fun to watch. The Cavs have someone that I think the Cavs are an interesting team. The Raptors are so weird with all of their wings. The Cavs are so weird with all of their bigs. They have Lori Markman out there as their three. It makes no sense. They're fun. <laughs> um, and, and that starts and I think ends with just Evan Mobley and what he's been able to do just right out the gate in the NBA. Friday will be interesting to see like the two philosophies <laughs> clash. I hope you have the major healthy. small ball and then you have the super big ball. <laughs> it's just going to be like, I feel like it's going to be like, you're going to feel cramped for space. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's going to be length everywhere. And yeah. I think, I think, it's, and it's going to be the first time I think both of those teams are going to be facing like another team that can actually contest their shots. Cause the thing about having a bunch of long arm dudes is they never are worried about their shot being blocked. Cause like Scotty can be six, nine and he can be down low and he's never worried about a shopping block. Cause he's got massive wingspan. Same with Evan Mobley. No one's blocking his shot. Like his release is so high. No one's touching it. Right. So it was going to be interesting to see, like, first of all, I want to see what Fred does. Cause I feel like Fred could like, just like feast on the steals because he, he's just going to be going there around like a mouse. No one's going to yeah, see Sexton him. Gives Fred, <laughs> gives, uh, Colin Sexton gives Fred problems too. Like yeah. those, those kind of oh, like fast muscle twitchy uh, guards that are just a little bigger and super fast tend to give Fred problems. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. Yeah. And if Yahoo can find it and cut it in, shout out to Colin Sexton for giving us like the coolest gift ever where he just like went into like a loading screen glitch in between Serge Ibaka and I forget who oh, the other man, player was I on the wing. I forgot like, <laughs> I'm. I'm just gonna cut that. that. So he's. Funny. He's furiously. He's furiously uh, looking. For, looking for the clip right now. B-roll. 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 Oh, right, we go. Um. <laughs> I don't remember it. I'm gonna have to watch this and see. Oh, it. that was the funniest thing. Like a real time glitch. <laughs> Found it. <laughs> oh damn, that was quick. <laughs> LinkedIn. LinkedIn strength, baby. Um. So I know revisionist history questions aren't always the most popular, but you know, just just for the fun of it. Um. 
I know it's always like, uh, it's like, it's like Kanye West at the 0506 Grammys, you know, ask him a question. I guess we'll never know, but for the sake, for the sake of it, let's swap, uh, Mobley and Mobley and Scotty. So like, let's say, uh, Scotty ended up on the Cavs. Mobley ended up on the Raptors. Do they have a similar impact? One is one better than the other. Are they playing like they are now? What do you guys think? Um, I think that, um, uh, the credit goes to Scotty Barnes for developing his shot and his um, offensive game, like in the span of an off season. <laughs> so I think that if he were to end up on the Cavs, he would definitely still be um, impactful. Would they still be winning? I don't know, but, um, and it, you know, the, the Raptors did try to um, go for Evan Mobley. So it's not, it wouldn't, you know, I, I think he would still be a high impact player on the Raptors too. But um, what's interesting is that I think personality wise, it just works. I think that yeah. Scotty works on the Raptors because I feel like his energy um, and his leadership ability that he's already exhibited works really well on this team. And the fact that he's also like a small forward um, just kind of aesthetically works, you know what I mean? In terms of the philosophy of the team. Um, and then you have uh, Mobley, whereas I feel like the Cavs needed this offensive hub from their player who can produce as a playmaker as well as an offensive player. So I, and a defensive anchor. So I think it just works out perfectly, even though I think they would both be high impact if they swap places. Yeah, I think, I think they both work in either role. I think the Raptors are always set to have uh, like a big who can do all those things. Like imagine like if Ken Burge was now seven feet tall, super long and super mobile, like it would like, there's no reason to believe that Evan Mobley wouldn't be a super plus player for the Raptors and the reason why they wanted him. Uh, Scotty on the Cavs, I think he'd be great on that team too. The Cavs have high usage guards. Um, so Scotty would be playing off again, off high usage players and filling in the gaps on offense, which is kind of what he's doing already for the Raptors. Even though he does take his possessions for himself, he doesn't have to take on more than one defender at a time because of the way the Raptors are set up. I think the Cavs are set up similarly in how their usage is split up. So I think Scotty would have been great for that team too. Again, like these two guys are just like, really good basketball players. I don't think, and they're both fit style basketball players where I don't think they play at positions where fit is kind of the most important and being a connector on a team is most important. So I think they'd be fine. It's more like if one of them was like a high usage guy, would, would they fit as well? Like would Jalen Green do well on the Cavs? I don't know. Yeah. That, right. Like it's when it gets dicey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you guys hit on all of the points there. It's, and, and there's a reason why Scotty and Evan Mobley were at the top of their drafts. There's a reason why there was the top of the Raptors list. I should say they weren't technically at the top of the draft. I think they would fit in perfectly if you switched either, or I don't know that they're Evan Mobley's really great. I would love him to have him on the Raptors. And then on that. Future Raptor. Future Raptor. <laughs> Mobley and, and Scotty together. That's the dream. Scotty's oh. friends with like everyone from his class. So <laughs> Scotty's also, yeah, I think his personality just fits on the Raptors. Can I agree? Like, his personality on the team is something that they desperately needed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, after the campus season, you just need someone who's just like a... A a bolt of fresh air. Yeah, like the sunshine. You know the the sun from Teletubbies? (laughs) So Scotty reminds me of. (laughs) It's kind of what he is. And and Mowgli is just, you know, he's a little bit more demure. He's a little quiet. He kind of fits in with what the Raptors already have. We needed we needed a change up. Yeah. In fact, did you know that son from the Teletubbies was Selena Gomez? What? Really? Yeah, no, she's like a child actor. She's a baby actor. Yeah, yeah. I, wow. It was either Selena Gomez or it was either Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato, but I'm pretty sure it was Selena Gomez. Wait, they were both on Barney. 
Yeah. Could they double yeah, dip? They were child can you be, actors, like, can you be Barney infants. and Teletubbies? Can you double dip like that? I don't, Are they from the same I, network? I think I think Teletubbies kind of uses the same clip of the same baby in every episode. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, like, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think it took much recording time. Body as the son in Teletubbies is hilarious. Someone Photoshop that, please. Yeah. That, that's definitely something he could have dressed up for Halloween. Oh, transition. Raptors had a Halloween party. Okay, hold up, hold up. I'm super proud of that. So I'm just uh, going to give myself a little, little pat here. But uh, yeah, Raptors had a Halloween party because, you know, we have a uh, best team chemistry in the league, arguably. A lot of different uh, colorful costumes. Um, who did you guys uh, like uh, or was best dressed? Was, okay, and then I butchered that transition. <laughs> Hmm. Can I just say uh, shout-outs to Pascal Siakam for throwing it? Like, that is what yeah. Andrew does in moments like this. He's not contributing on the court, but he's definitely contributing off of it. Um, so just shout-outs to him for, for having the, the foresight and the thought to actually throw um, a, a Halloween party where all of the guys can get together because last year that couldn't happen. Yeah, yeah, and his costume was great, McLovin. Here's the thing. If you have to constantly remind people who you are, it's not that great of a costume. Yeah, here's the thing. You I didn't had... know it was McLovin? <laughs> no, I did, but he was like telling people in the video, he was like, oh yeah, McLovin, I'm McLovin. And it's just like, look, another McLovin. And I'm just like, that guy had like the whole, you know, it's okay. <laughs> that, that's like literally the ID, wasn't he? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's great. That That is committing. I needed Pascal to carry that with him. All day. <laughs> I kid you not, I have a super bad DVD like on my shelf. Yet when I saw... <laughs> When I saw Pascal, for whatever reason, I thought he was Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that would have been a good one, too. Oh, okay. That would I have been cool. It wasn't until he, yeah, he was like telling everyone and showing off the idea. I was like, oh, I, I um, okay. <laughs> you have to tell people it's, it's, it's not, you're not the best. You're, yeah. you're good, but you're not, it's not the best costume. Oh, and then there's, there's Delano's costume. Someone, I, I just thought he was just going as like a, local hood man kind of thing <laughs> I he was a hood man too. yeah someone mentioned that it's like a, probably a south one of the south park characters and i'm like oh the one who oh, wears like the ski mask kenny. the kenny orange no, kenny coat. wears orange he was wearing like red he, no, he, he was wearing orange that was it orange <laughs> no that was red that was definitely red and it was like a it was like a reddish orange <laughs> i'm mad you guys thought his halloween costume was just hood man <laughs> I, I, I your, your local hood man <laughs> like, like a no. certified toronto hood man yeah i was like this just seems like an off day fit i, I like, saw I it i saw that costume Pascal, what are weekend. you for halloween like, no. delana what are you for halloween hood man <laughs> just a local <laughs> can um, we can we yeah, also I just saw that. Oh. i saw that costume this weekend so it wasn't like outrageous of an assumption to make <laughs> We also just shout out Nick Nurse for birthing a new potential like iconic Raptors meme with like with the sign because I everywhere I've looked people have been um, photoshopping random random stuff on he knew uh, what he was doing. on that sign yeah oh he he definitely knew because it, it, it's, what's funny is that the first one I saw was uh, give Malachi more minutes and I was like oh Nick oh Nurse this uh, this probably is gonna backfire on you isn't it it happened it happened. We got no, I, think, I think the best picture that we got out of that was Pascal and Scotty side by side because that yes. and I, I tweeted it out it's just like some automatically added to the your team just lost two folder. Yes. And yes, I can't so wait <laughs> till these guys unleash Scotty. Like the best part about Scotty being dressed as a joker and being like flat face basically in all these photos is that 
straight up it's just like yeah he's like literally the younger brother that fred og and scott uh pascal are just gonna unleash on people mm. like oh you're tired here's scotty barnes go attack and i love that i love that image this is like oh we have this brand new um superstar basically right just jump on people so I like that little combo image. Can I just say the opposite of Pascal having to tell everybody who he was was Bobby Webster and yep. us not even recognizing who he was like that. <laughs> that is commitment. <laughs> so to me, it's, it's Bobby. It's got to be Bobby. I think my personal favorite costume uh, is probably Goran Dragic's because he's been dressed up as a ghost for the last four games. So that that's what I call commitment. Yeah, he's vanished. I, ah, ah, I, I thought that I thought that was gonna hit. Oh man! All right, we go. We're fine. No, it just sad. makes me sad. I'm just sad for him. But yeah, you know, it's not. I'm to very happy. <laughs> what is this emotion? I don't understand. I mean, it's it needed to happen for the Raptors, but hey, man, uh, you're getting paid 19 million, and you got the best seats in the house to watch Scotty Barnes every <laughs> night. Yo, I don't feel sad for him at all. Go on, Dragic, the super fan. Can we just talk about how ever since that clip of him uh, going veteran leadership, like giving a speech to all the guys ever since that clip, he hasn't played <laughs> like, well, no, was that what that was against the Mavs, right? Yeah. The, yeah. He was DNP'd like ever since. Yeah. Well, I think he, he played against the bulls, but ever since then it's kind of been like, yeah, it was oh. too much heat culture. It was too much heat culture. Yeah, no, <laughs> we don't, we don't play that. Udonis has thing here. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> he decided to You're channel you Udonis. <laughs> he decided to channel Udonis like fully by just not never playing after that. We use our last bench place for like a developing player. We don't use it for veteran leadership. <laughs> oh man. Uh dudes who are down bad. Oh, poor poor Goran. Um, all right. Well, that ra- about wraps it up. You guys know what to do. Uh, you know, plug, 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 plug all your stuff. Pow, pow, pow. Well, Dishes and Dimes, of course, every Monday morning, um, you could find our episodes and email askdishesdimespod at gmail.com for um, the advice segment of the show, if you guys are interested. And yeah, I'll have a piece coming out Friday for um, the Cavs versus Raptors game. So I'm going to be keeping an eye out on Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes and seeing what kind of game they give us. I mean, she's echoing everything she just said. Check out Dishes yeah. and Dimes and email us. I got nothing to plug. So just follow Yasmin and Iman um, <laughs> for good content. And that's all you really need to know. So there you go. And that's a wrap. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.